Welcome to another revival message from Apostle John Pierre Becker, Senior Pastor of Revival Christian Church, South Africa. If you are in the Pretoria area, come and visit us. And this morning we're starting our series on destined to reign and it's going to be powerful, it's going to be life-changing. I'm going to share with you revelation truth I've never imparted before. It is fresh revelation from heaven. I've spoken, I've spoken many times in the past about dominating the earth, ruling, reigning as kings. But the revelation I'm about to impart is fresh from heaven. Say with me, fresh from heaven. Say with me, fresh bread from heaven. But this is the thing the Lord said to me. You cannot discover destiny without first discovering your identity. It is first identity then destiny so that's what we're going to get in here to this morning it's going to be powerful i want to read romans 6 verse 3 from the passion translation so i don't apologize if i get passionate up here romans 6 and verse 3 or have you forgotten that all of us who were immersed into union with jesus the anointed one were immersed into union with his death Verse 4, sharing his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried, entombed with him. So that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. This is your identity. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we should be empowered to walk in the freshness of a new life. That's reigning as kings. Verse 5, for since we are permanently crafted into him. To experience a death like this, then we are permanently crafted into him to experience a resurrection like this. And the new life that it, that, that it imparts. Say with me, impartation. So the word... Baptism means to be put into something. The Bible says that we were baptized into his death. But we were also raised with Christ to experience a newness of life. Which means the whole story changed when we got crafted into Christ. So this morning the Spirit of God is going to reveal your identity. Let's pick up in... In Ephesians 1 and verse 1. Ephesians 1 verse 1. Ephesians 1 verse 1. May blessing, laudation, analogy be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us, that's predestination, in Christ with every spiritual, given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. Verse 4. Even in His love, He chose us, actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy consecrated and set apart for him and blameless in his sight even above reproach before him in love verse 5 for he foreordained us destined us planned in love for us to be adopted revealed as his own children through Jesus Christ in accordance with the purpose of his will because it pleased him and it was his kind intent. This is power right here. 
so that we might be to the praise of His glory, grace, favor, mercy, which He so freely bestowed upon us in the Beloved. Verse 7, In Him we have redemption, deliverance, salvation, through His blood, the remission, the forgiveness of offenses, shortcomings, trespasses, in accordance with His with the riches and the generosity of His gracious favor. This is a lot of power right here. Verse 8, which He lavished upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, practical insight and prudence. Verse 9, making known to us the mystery, the secret of His will, of His plan, of His purpose. And it is this, in accordance with His good pleasure, His merciful intention, which he had previously purposed and set forth in him. Verse 10, he planned for the maturity of the times and the climax of the ages to unify all things and head them up, consummate them in Christ, both things in heaven and things on the earth. Verse 11, in him we, are, in him we also were made God's heritage, portion, and have obtained an inheritance for we have been foreordained, chosen and appointed beforehand. Say with me, I have been predestined. I have been foreordained. The Bible says foreordained, chosen and appointed beforehand in accordance with his purpose who works out everything in agreement with the counsel and the design of his own will. Verse 12, so that we who first hoped in Christ, who first put our confidence in Him, have been destined, appointed to live for the praise of His glory. Verse 13, in Him you also have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings, the gospel of your salvation, and have believed and adhered to trust and relied on Him. The power of of predestination is activated as you hear it and you believe it the power of predestination is activated this morning as you hear it and you believe it you receive it the Bible says in verse 13, In Him you also have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings of your salvation, and have believed in and adhered to rely on Him. You were stamped with the seal of a long promise, Holy Spirit. Verse 14, That Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. The first fruits, the pledge, and the foretaste, the down payment of our heritage in the anticipation of its full redemption. And listen now, here is the key. In our inquiring, which means even as I give you the promise of your identity this morning, it must be inquired by you. There must be a demand upon it. Identity is required. As the word is being preached, inquire that identity here this morning. Can you shout amen? And the Bible says, our inquiring complete possession of it to the praise of His glory. Now listen, 
there are nine you can take your seat thank you i want you to write this down there are nine identity blessings in this chapter we just read nine identity blessings you cannot discover destiny without identity it is first identity then destiny i cannot take you deeper in the series if i don't establish this fact this morning that you have identity in christ that your identity is not of this world your identity is not of the secular world your identity is not in your wife your identity is not in your husband your identity is not in your past your identity is not in things your identity is not in wealth your identity is not in your in your company your identity is not in your career your identity is in Christ and when your identity is in Christ you will begin to move in greater dimensions of power the Bible says in Romans 5 verse 17 because of one man's sin death reigned but the Bible says Jesus came through the finished work of the cross and he fixed it now we are reigning as kings in the earth again but a king that does not understand his identity will fail in reigning as a king you have to know who you are David knew who he was he said in my God I will trust he said to the uncircumcised Philistine, you come to me with a sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. He did not come in his own identity. When he went out onto the battlefield, he did not go in his own identity, but he went in the identity of his God. Therefore, he had power to tear the bear apart. Therefore, he had power to tear the lion apart. Therefore, he had power to defeat the Philistines. Therefore, he had power to defeat his giants. Many of you are facing circumstances this morning. Many of you are facing trials this morning. Many of you are facing persecution. I want you to know that you can beat that problem any day, any time when you know who you are in the kingdom of God. If you show up on the battlefield as a wimp, the enemy is going to take you out. When you show up on the battlefield as one that doesn't know who he is, the enemy is going to wipe you out. But when you know Jesus shed his blood from his face and that speaks of identity, now I can inquire and require the authority that flowed from the blood of the face of the Christ. I pull life from there. I pull identity from there. You see, every person in the Bible who did not know who they are ended up in failure. Even Moses said, who am I? When God said to him, go tell Pharaoh, he must let the people go. That God had to tell Moses, this is your identity. Your identity is not in yourself. But go tell Pharaoh, go tell your enemies, I am has sent thee. I come with the face of God. You were created in the image and the likeness of God. When you understand 1 John 5, 4, for whatever is born out of God overcomes the world, you suddenly begin to overcome the world. I don't know what there is that you need to overcome this morning. But my Bible says, my identity is, I've been born out of God. And whatever is born out of God must overcome sickness must overcome poverty must overcome lack must overcome scarcity must overcome limitation must overcome bankruptcy you must overcome my identity is this as he is so am I in this world 
I know in the beginning, before the beginning began, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost had a meeting about me. There was no meeting about creating the world. He just spoke it into existence. And it came to pass. No big deal. But how many of you know, if there's a meeting set up by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, that means it's important. That meeting was about you. Because at that meeting, before the beginning began, He said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, make mankind in our image and our likeness. You were not born out of a cat. You were not born out of a dog. You were not born out of an animal. You are born out of God. So when somebody say happy birthday on your birthday, you tell them it's not my birthday. It's my earth day. It's the day I came into the earth through my mama. My birthday is the day I got born again. Uh, I got baptized into him. I was buried with him. I was on the cross with him. I was crucified with him. And on the third day, I was raised with him. And fourthly, I am seated in Christ in heavenly places. And right now, Jesus is ever. He's ever making intercession for you and I. That is my identity. I will not be dictated to by man. I will not be dictated to by circumstances. I will not be dictated to by trials. I am above and not beneath. You are destined to reign in this life. You are the apple of your father's eye. I can drive this horse into the ground, but I wish there's somebody that can pull it out. Required. Place a demand upon it. Who are you? If I've seen your heavenly father, I've seen you how. Because as he is, so are you. God is victorious. He's no longer a defeated foe. Come on. Candela Messiah. The Bible says on the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers of darkness, making a public spectacle of them, triumphing in it the cross. So the only work now is the finished work. You can sit down in heavenly places because you have identity. You know who you are. So every time the devil wants to mess with you, you take out your ID and say, devil, try and mess with this. Try and touch me. Try and touch my family. Try and touch my church. I know who I am. I have power and authority. Jesus said, I give unto you all authority. You will trample upon scorpions and snakes. And if you drink anything deadly, Coca-Cola, it will by no means harm you. Can I go deeper? I say, can I go deeper? Somebody shout, that's my identity. That's who I am. Listen, you cannot keep quiet about this. I cannot speak like a duomany when I preach about this. I feel the fire. I say, I feel the fire. I say, I feel the fire. Somebody is about to come into identity. 
and reach their destiny. Somebody shout, I have identity. This makes me want to shout. This makes me want to jump up and down. This makes me want to run around the building. Woo! Handabashipakaya. Your life is not your own. To you, to him, you belong. Can you shout amen? Shout, I've been predestined. I've been foreordained before the foundations of the world. This is a done deal. I say this is a done deal. You know, if you respond upon the word, revival is going to break out. Don't just sit there. I say when you respond upon the word, revival is going to break out. God loves the people that react upon his word. He loves the people that respond upon his word. That means an outward expression speaks of an inward response. Shout I receive it. Shout it I receive it. Shout I receive it. I've been pre-planned. I've been destined. I've been foreordained. What does the Bible say in Jeremiah 29 and 11? Be seated. He says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. You know, no devil can change that. He says, I've already made the plans in the before the beginning began. I already begun to make plans concerning your life. And it is plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Say with me, I've been predestined. I've been foreordained before the foundations of the world. Now, can I take you deeper here this morning? Because you're looking at me with a Montana expression on your face. Say with me, I've been predestined. I've been foreordained. Now I'm going to drop a bomb on you. I'm going to give you a scripture that most Christians in the body of Christ do not understand. But I'll break it open for you. Are you ready? Go to Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 14. Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 14. Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 14. I know that whatever God does, it endears forever. Which means we're going to live forever. Yes, it is appointed unto man to die. And after that judgment comes. But when we die in this mortal body, mortality will take on immortality. And we will go from one degree of glory to another. One dimension of glory to another. Who made you? You endure forever. Ooh. I know that whatever God does, it endures for forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. So that means what God has set out for you to walk in and experience. The Bible says, God says, nobody can add anything to it or take anything from it. He planned to bless you. No devil in hell can take something from it. He planned to favor you. Your favor is unstoppable. He planned to move you forward in life. Nothing can stop it. He planned to make you the head and not the tail. 
You cannot take anything from it. You cannot add anything to it. Therefore the Bible says whatever is in the word. Don't take anything from it. Don't add anything to it. Therefore read the New King James or the Amplified or the Passion Translation. The New International. They took stuff out of it. And the word says don't take out anything out of the scripture. The devil is a liar. Him and his mother-in-law. Every promise in that Bible book is yes and amen concerning your destiny and your future. They cannot add anything to it. And they cannot take anything from it. Tell your neighbor, say, this is a setup. You've been set up. You are in the middle of destiny. I say you are in the middle of destiny right here this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost here. I said, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Oh, tell your neighbor, say, you cannot take anything from it. And you cannot add anything to it. It's done. It's a done deal. It's finished. God made up his mind. And nothing's going to change his mind. About your life. About your destiny. You're in the parameters of the will of God. And there's a blessing in that will. That no hell can stop. Now listen, I can preach that thing until the tent explodes. But let me go deeper. Let me teach you. And God does it. Watch this. So that man will reverently fear him. Revere and worship him knowing that he is. Now here is, here is the key I want to get to. This is the part I want to get to. That which, listen carefully. Don't, don't lose focus. God wants your attention. Listen. That which is now has already been tell your neighbor say this is a setup we've been here before the world calls it deja vu have you ever come to a place and you meet somebody you speak to somebody and it feels like you've met them before. How many of you have had that experience? Wave at me. That is a sign. You are in the will of God. That is a sign. That you are in the parameters of the will of God for your life. Say with me, signs are made to make me wonder. You meet somebody, you say, but I've met you before. I've spoken to you before, but you cannot recall. That means... That God sets out. Give me four volunteers on the stage. I know the house is back so you won't be able to see. I will give me four volunteers on the stage quickly. Four men. Tabo. God, just face that way. Face that way. Face, face that way. God planned Pastor Tabo. He foreordained him. 
He knew him before he knew himself. The Bible says when you knew me when I was in my mother's womb. The Bible says he knew my frame. Now, Some of us haven't taken care of the frame. So we must bring it back into its original design. But the Bible says he knew my frame. He, God knew what type of chest I would have. He knew what type of shoulders I would have. The Bible says he knew my frame. He, he knew what type of legs I would have. My wife's got the best cater. Kalabashaya. Kandelike sepeya. Therefore he knew. He knew what frame I would marry he knew what type of frame would what would attract me. <laughs> he knew exactly. Therefore, he's the perfect matchmaker. He knew everything. He knew the day Pastor Tarbo would get born out of what family, in what state, Freistar. He knew exactly. Now watch this. When he got born, there was parameters set up by God called the will of God. You will always encounter predestination in the will of God. In the will of God. There's parameters he sets up for your life. That means you must live a holy life. A life of purity. He knew exactly what crash he would go to he knew exactly what primary school he would go to he would be with him all the way he knew exactly what high school he would go to and in all of this god knew exactly the trials the tribulations the losses the pain he would encounter Therefore, I can encourage somebody here this morning. When you understand predestination, when God takes somebody from you in death, you understand it was part of predestination. Amen. You know, I wrestled with God when God took my spiritual father, Dr. Don, who went to be with the Lord at the age of 46. And I argued because he was so young. And then the Lord began to argue with me. And he said, you know, Jesus only had 33 years on the earth. But that was destiny for him. All set out, all laid out before the foundations of the world. So now because we live in the parameters of the will of God, we know how to deal with storms. You know that you just have to go through this. You know God is not going to take you out of it. But he's going to take you through it. He says when you go through the fire. That's the fire of persecution. The trials, tribulation, difficulty, storms. When you go through the fire. I will be with you. You will not even smell like sh smoke. When you go through the high waters of life, losses, bankruptcy, divorce, whatever it might be, I 
will be with you. I promise you power in the process. But there will be pain. And as long as Pastor Tabo walks in the parameters of the will of God. And he keeps on listening to the will. He keeps on listening to the will of the Father. He keeps obeying the will of the Father. Blessing and prosperity and favor. He anoints my head with oil. Surely and only goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. But then David said, I will dwell in the house of God forever. That means he was in the parameters of the will of God. But if under the blood I speak it, he would ever make a wrong turn and go into the world, he would be out of the parameters of the will of God for his life. Now let's rewind. I use my own life. God knew the day I was going to be born. He knew exactly the end destination. He sees the end from the beginning. Is this too deep for you? He sees the end from the beginning. Which means he creates everything. He created everything. Then he hit the rewind button. And he played again. Therefore, we are just passing through what we have already been in. Therefore, when you go through pain, you know you must just go through this. Just hang on to His Word. Believe His Word. So God knew me before I knew myself. He knew I was, I was going to be a mighty man of God. I got born, went to the age of 10. On the age of 10, my parents got divorced. Before that, a mighty man of God prophesied over my life. Predestination. Listen, God showed me. He called me out in a church of 1,500 people. He said, there's a Jean-Pierre backer here. God is calling you by your name. He never met me before. He was a prophet from another city. I was sitting with all the rebellious kids at the back. He called me forward. I looked around. Isn't there another Jean-Pierre Becker? I was the only one in the room. That's how God has called you. He called you by your name. He knows the hair. How many hair is on your head? That's the detail. Ten-year-old boy, he starts prophesying. He said, I see how God has called you for the nations of the world. You're going to be used in a mighty way as an apostle of God around the, around the world. You're going to influence the world with the power of God. You will raise churches. You will plant many churches, build many churches. God is going to raise you up as a mighty man of God. Mr. the Zolanisak. You can't say that in English. It won't sound the same with weed in the pocket. High on drugs. But then he said, I see you will make a detour in the world. But you will come back running into the arms of God. From the age of 10, from that prophecy, all of hell broke loose. Parents got divorced after that. 
had a void and an emptiness on the inside of me. Ran away from home, lived on the streets, high on hardcore drugs from the age of 10 to 16. I came to the end of myself while overdosing in a house party. We sniffed cathamine through all the night, swallowed MDNA the following morning, which is the purest form of ecstasy. I started hallucinating. I saw the demons come in the room to come fetch me. I knew I was busy dying. I ran upstairs, wanted to vomit the drugs out. It wouldn't come out. And in that moment, I cried out to God and I said, God, I can't live like this anymore. Deliver me. Set me free. Break the bondage over my life. Supernaturally, the hand of God came upon me on that patio. 6 a.m. in the morning, the power of God came upon me. That whole high I was in lifted off of me. I saw how the demons fled. And the angel of God stood next to me. Hand of God came upon me. God started delivering me. Supernatural deliverance. In one encounter, miraculous deliverance. I went back into the house. I told my friends, I'm done with this life. I walked out of the door. And from that day, I decided I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to live for Him. I'm going to pursue the call of God that is upon my life. In predestination, God will connect people to you to take you to your destiny. Don't take a pastor for granted. Don't take a leader for granted. Because they have the ability, by the grace of God, to take you to your future and your destiny. By speaking the word into your spirit. By speaking the word into your life. Week later, my uncle flies to Port Elizabeth. I stayed in Port Elizabeth in the Eastern Cape. He was on the plane and God spoke to him on the plane. He was a powerful revivalist in this nation. God spoke to me on the plane. He said, go fetch Jean-Pierre. I'm going to raise him up. It's time for the fulfillment of the prophecy I spoke over his life. He phoned my mother. He said, I'm going I'm to pick JP up, get him ready. He's going to come with me to church. When my mom said that to me, I was ready. I said, I can't wait. I want to go to church. He fetched me. He came with a bucky. Only three people can sit in front. It was him, me in the middle, and my grandfather. He started praying in tongues, started speaking in the Holy Ghost. I felt fire come from my, my right hand all up into my shoulders. The fire of God began to burn in me. I began to speak in tongues. From my other side, my grandfather spoke in the Holy Ghost. The power of God overwhelmed me from both sides. In that meeting, he prophesied. He said, God send me from Cape Town with a word. It is time for the fulfillment of the prophecy I spoke over your life. Therefore, I left tents. It was in a tent. It was in a big tent in a township. Therefore, I left townships. Because it was like destiny. That night, I felt destiny in that township. He prophesied in that tent. It is time for the fulfillment of the prophecy God released upon your life. The power of God smacked me. The power of God came upon me for three, four, five hours. I was vibrating under the power of God. Church already left. It was three, four hours after the service. They picked me up on the stage. All the people were gone. And I was filled with the power of God. God spoke to him to, to, to take me into his house. Lived in his house for five and a half years. For five and a half years, I shut myself in 
in closed doors. I shut myself in my room and I prayed in tongues and I read the word of God out loud for five and a half years, six, seven, eight hours a day that the power of God became so strong. His kids would walk in the house in, in the hallway and come under the power of God and fall in the floor. Pastor Odette would put up the washing outside and get hit by the power of God. It was like the power of God was searching around that room. And that was the place where God pulled me into destiny. That five and a half years was a place of being engrafted in Christ. The drugs messed me up so bad that I couldn't read the word. And I had an encounter of the Holy Ghost in the room. He sat next to me, came into the room, sat next to me on my bed. The bed went in like this as a person would sit there. He put his hand on my head and he said, I'm healing your mental faculties. As from today, you will read the word out loud fluently. I'm raising you for my kingdom. Like fire begin to burn in my mental faculties he said read the gospels i didn't know new believers ought to read the gospels first matthew mark luke john he said read it out loud let me hear you i began to read fluently i started weeping crying i couldn't believe it he taught me he said stop here read that do this do this do that therefore up unto today i am led by the holy ghost this is a supernatural church because I'm a supernatural miracle. Where I should have been dead. Destiny. Save me. You are destiny's child. I say you are destiny's child. No matter what comes your way. I prophesy today. You will get to your destiny. You will get. You will finish your race. Well. Somebody give God the praise in the house. Come on. You have been predestined, foreordained by the living God. How many of you are ready to be used for His kingdom? Can we give God the praise? Come on, thank you guys. Thank you. Come on, let's give God the praise for them. He knows the plans He has for you. It's all been set up. I say it's all been set up. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost here. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here. Now listen, you don't have to walk that road. I walked in pure rebellion against God. But I came back running into His arms. You know, listen, you don't want to encounter hell like I encountered hell. To literally feel and see how you're going to hell. And be rescued because of destiny. You don't have to go through that. You can stay in the parameters of the will of God. How far could I have been if I just stepped in to the, at the age of 10? I would have had my own church on the age of 16. But I made a detour. When you take the wrong turn in life, this is what a great prophet told me once. When you take the wrong turn in life, it takes longer to get to your destiny. Therefore, when I fell in love with this Pora, I had to go fast and pray. Is this the woman for me? 
If I had uncertainty, now the enemy can lie to you. Let me tell you right now. He can lie to anybody. And he will continue to lie to you even in your marriage. Amen. When you're in each other's hair and you want to choke that thing, he will try and lie to you. But if God said it, you've been meant for each other. You are destined. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can hinder it. You become a power couple in the kingdom of God. Say with me, destiny. Therefore, God is going to connect you with the right wife, the right husband. I prophesy over every single person here. The right mates. There's test before trust. Eagles test before they trust. Mm. And then they make love in the air. Oh, yes. That's how eagles do it. The female eagle would fly with a stick into the air and drop it and see if he can, if she can trust him to catch it. And then when he's able, they make love in the air and they mates for life. Eagles never get divorced. Now, maybe if, you, if you've been through a divorce, maybe you married a chicken, so I understand. So, you, you, you're an eagle, so you had to divorce that. You have to. You, you have to get rid of that chicken. God is going to give you an eagle. There's an eagle for every eagle here. I said there's an eagle for every eagle. So good riddance. I know God hates divorce. But if it was never intended like Catherine Kuhlman. Married the wrong man. It was never destiny. She came to the end of herself. Although it was a pastor. It was a good thing but not a God thing. She married a pastor. But she died in herself because she could never step into the call God had for her life. And then God said to her, you have to divorce this guy because you're going nowhere. And then a ministry exploded around the world in miracles, signs and wonders. One of the biggest healing evangelists who ever walked the earth, Miss Kuhlman. Because it must be destiny. This is a moment of destiny here this morning. You, sh you must be here, therefore you are here. It's like we're sitting in the middle of destiny. And from here, we're just going to move forward. I say from here, we're just going to move forward. We're just going to make progress. <laughs> that's a, that's the, what's the wonderful thing about a Holy Ghost church. No telling what the Holy Ghost is doing while I'm preaching. Because it's a Holy Ghost church. Somebody's sitting there and God is giving them a blueprint of how to become a millionaire and a billionaire to build the churches. Anything can happen. We have had people, so many peoples, go because they were sent. Because in the meetings, 
destiny was revealed to them and God will begin to burn in their heart to plant churches, build churches, impact nations to the glory of God. Listen, I can bring you hundreds upon hundreds of people. To, I'll give them this mic. They'll testify. I was in one of RCC's meetings and the power of God came upon me. The Holy Ghost came upon me and God revealed my destiny. Now I'm pursuing that. I'm running with that. Because that's the beauty of a Holy Ghost church. In, this, in your seat, the Holy Spirit can reveal to you the plan that God has for your life. It would just be like the lights came on. Boom! There it is. Do this. Do that. Don't do this. The blueprint just drops in your spirit. Destiny. How many of you are ready for destiny? Now what happens? Are you receiving here? What happens when you discover destiny? The Bible says if you read this chapter, it says, number one, God has blessed us. Say with me, God has blessed me. Ephesians 1 verse 3 starts by saying, it reveals the nine characteristics of your character or your identity. Number one, it says God has blessed you. Say with me, past tense. I have been blessed. So when the pastor takes you and he dedicates you in the church, it's just reenacting something that already happened. Predestination. Say with me, God has blessed me. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. What is the blessing? I want you to write this down. 2 Peter 1 and verse 2. May grace, God's favor and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, and all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts, be multiplied to you in the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. That speaks in a nutshell of what God is destined for your life and your being. Say with me, the blessing will cause me to enjoy success in life. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow with it. Which means, although you are small now, your end destination will be great and successful. In the parameters of the will of God, there's trials, there's testing. Nobody starts walking. Everybody starts crawling. Which means in the parameters of the will of God for your life, there's time. Kingdom time, which is Kairos time. Kairos means God's appointed, predestined, foreordained, set time. Which means many people, listen, they they jealous of other people that have more than what they have. They look at other businesses and other companies. And they started those companies even before those people. But those people, they're exploding in growth and expansion. And now they're jealous and they're envious. And they want to be in competition. What does it mean? It just means that you have not reached... The time that God 
has predestined for you. So don't be discouraged. It's just not your time yet. God is busy molding you, forming you, shaping you to step into that kairos. Claudio Freudzon had to preach for seven grannies for seven years. But he was in the parameters of the will of God for his life. And he wanted to resign the ministry. And he went to the head of his denomination. And he said, I'm quitting the ministry. It's seven grannies for seven years. When it rains, some of the grannies don't come to church. Then some of the grannies are sick and they can't come. Then we three, then we four, then we one. He said, I'm done with the ministry. And the head of that denomination had wisdom to tell him about destiny. And he said, the kingdom of God is not for kittens. It is for lions. He took his resignation back. He said, I'm not going to purr like a kitten. I'm going to go roar like a lion. I'm going to go preach to those seven grannies like it's 70,000. He went back. He preached his heart. And listen, now he's one of the biggest churches in Argentina. He runs seven meetings on a weekend. Who's got scanners at the doors that scan your face. If, if you've been in the building once at the weekend, you cannot go back. They have to accommodate for 45,000 people. I want you to know there is a Kairos moment. Where everything begins to explode in your life. There is a Kairos moment where everything begins to erupt in your life. You go study Apostle Maldonado's ministry. Four years ago, it was not as mega as it is now. There came an eruption. Where God started revealing him to the nations of the world. There's coming a breaking point in your company, in your career, in the parameters of the will of God. There's coming a breaking point where God connects you to the right person, in the right time, in the right place. And destiny meets... Identity meets destiny and it explodes around the world. But while you wait, God is going to show you who you are. While you wait, God is going to show you how powerful you are. Woo! How many of you are ready for destiny? But it's first identity. Tell your neighbor, say your kairos is coming. Shout it one more time. Your kairos is coming. The explosion is coming but listen if our character is not ready for it if god drops 20 million on somebody here right now and their character is not ready 20 million in two months it will be gone they will not tithe to the kingdom of god they'll be off with seven ladies and crash their ferrari You know, if you buy a Ferrari, they say you must actually go for a course. How to handle that power. Therefore, many Ferraris, they just drive out of the garage. It ends, you know, folded around a pole. Because they don't know how. Their character is not ready for power. Their character is not ready to dominate. Therefore, in the series, God is going to prepare your character. He's going to prepare your identity. 
that when the things come that your identity will not be in the things but your identity will be in God this is your moment to shut me down shout the blessing of the Lord shout the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow I want you to come on the keys for me listen up Genesis 12 and verse 1 I'm closing with this Genesis 12 and verse 1 now in heaven the Lord said to Abraham go for yourself for your own advantage away from your country from your your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make of you a great nation how many of you know that was destiny that was destiny where Abraham was a nobody suddenly the word of the Lord came to him go for yourself go for your own advantage to the land that I will show you which means in the will of God there must be obedience where there is obedience there's a blessing where there is obedience there's favor where there is obedience there is promotion where there is obedience the doors open up and I will make of you a great nation I will bless you with abundance of increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others Woo! and I will bless those who bless you who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and I will curse him who curses or uses insult language towards you Woo! and in you all the families and kindred of the earth will be blessed and by you they will bless themselves so this is the initial blessing promise spoken over Abraham but watch this now we are heirs of Abraham which means all these blessings God spoke over Abraham can I minister to you this morning all those blessings belongs to you and your children and your children's children now watch what happened watch destiny Genesis 13 and verse 4 now Abraham was extremely rich in livestock and in silver and in gold his end destination was mega he started with nothing but because he pursued his destiny he ended with mega the Lord promised me even in the series we will hear testimonies upon testimonies of the blessing of God catapulting people the blessing of God opening doors supernaturally the blessing of God moving people forward the blessing of the Lord releasing wealth upon people would you jump upon your feet and pray in the Holy Ghost come on oh yes 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 Shanta Makarusepea. What God has blessed, no man can curse. What God has blessed, no man can curse. Today I invoke the blessing of God upon your life. I invoke the blessing of God upon your life. The same blessing promise that God destined Abraham to walk in. You will walk in it in the name of the Christ. Would you lift your hands and begin to receive it in the Holy Ghost? This is the end of the podcast. We believe that you've been touched and transformed. 
For more great content and updates in the Apostle, please go to our social media platform.